episode of Throne Controllers Podcast. I'm Bats. I'm Case. And this is episode three. So if you've stuck with us so far, um, that's three. It's like like a marathon. (laughs) Yes. Um, Right now, in uh, podcasting years, we're about 15, I'd say. Is one, one podcast for every five years? Isn't that how it goes? I think it's how it works, yeah. I think it's some rule. I think the FCC made that rule a while ago. No, they didn't. No, no, I really think they did, man. No, they didn't. All right. Well, anyhow, so so bad, man. What, what what's been up? What have you been playing this week, dude? You know, this week uh, it has been. Uh, you know, after E three, it seems like everything just kind of dies. Um, it's called a know, summer like, lull. My cat. The. Oh, is that what I, I ate yesterday? Uh, no, uh, no. When I mean dies, I mean. Literally, like, yeah, the summer lull, the lulls, lulls, lulls. Must be lull sack. Exactly, which disbarred, disbanded. disbanded. Yes, I am aware. They're gone. Um, so, you know, there hasn't been a lot going on. I mean, there's been some games coming out, not terribly the best games, but so, um, this week I played and completed Dungeon Siege (laughs) Three. You beat it in one what four days? Yeah, well, I, I, uh, you know what? That game was disappointingly short. Was it also so, disappointing? Like I said, when I played the demo, I don't know. Uh, I think it really depends on the person. So for this particular game, it uh, Dungeon Siege Three, um, I had not played one or two. Uh, I don't think you need to. So mm-hmm. going into it, it's your typical dungeon crawler, but. The problem with it is, is that they give you a uh, breadcrumb trail feature, so you can just hit the, the up on the D-pad, and a little um, golden kind of breadcrumb trail shows you where to go to your next objective. Oh, you got to follow the golden shower. No, it's a, it's a breadcrumb trail. Oh, okay. It's it's not no shower. It's usually sunny out. Um, so you just can follow that. So you just go to objective, objective. So it's like talk to person, get quest, kill people, find artifact. Go back to person, give artifact, get reward, repeat, and it's fine. I'm mean, I'm the type of guy who who likes the dungeon crawlers. You know, there's the like get, likes getting the loot, likes going into the um the yeah, you, system. You can like that, but you can also say that it's not as good as Diablo. And Diablo is out what tw- twelve years ago now. Okay, well Diablo's story was better but also i'm looking at diablo from the point when when how old i was when i first played it one and two and then you know i'm looking at now i wonder how much of that is fact and how much of that is just nostalgia well i actually recently purchased another copy of diablo like three years ago and played it again and it was still just like i remember it yeah but again it was better it was better than dungeon siege 3 i'll tell you that much it wasn't the Not first graphics, time you played it. It wasn't the first time you played matter. it. Doesn't you're matter. T- you're tainted. I could go play Doesn't Seeds three six times, and I still won't like it. Well, actually, if you want to get all the trophies, I think you have to play it pretty much five six times. And I still won't like it. Play with each character that they have. You can give me a demo of Diablo's opening playthrough piece, and I would buy the game. You gave me a demo of Dungeon Seeds three. It bored me. Well, I I played it this week and completed it. All right. On of course Warrior because when you play any game like that, you always pick Warrior first. Actually, I pick Rogue, but that's all right. 
Rogue, Rogue really wasn't an option. I guess they did have this chick that had like two pistols. I guess she was kind of the probably the, what would you call the rogue. Um, but there was no, there's no lock picking mini game or anything like that. So there's no point in really being Rogue. Yeah. Well, that would be if that's not an option. Then I guess Warrior would be next. Right. Yeah. It. Then you have the um, the short attack and the heavy attack. Yeah. So, you, so you beat it really quickly. Yep. All right. Anything else? <laughs> the game um, sucks. Well, so no, I mean, I, I got it last. I got it last Tuesday when it came out, and now it's Monday. So you know, six days. I think that's pretty good. Is that the only uh-huh. game you played? I'm just saying. You're saying it took six days, but did it take six days of constant play to beat it, or was it like I played it every so often with other games mixed in? I'm trying to get how long the game was. The the game was probably I'd say about twelve hours, um, twelve maybe fourteen, and that that's doing. I did every single side quest, and I even did a little bit of grinding, which you really don't have to do at all. Um, I suppose I could have put it on the hardest difficulty, and that would have been ridiculous because uh, the boss battles are still a little difficult. But but I don't think it would have been fun. Then it would just been annoying. It would just been like you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. But they put save points everywhere, and the the one thing I didn't like is I guess uh, one thing I have to say is I did not play this co-op at all, and so that might be much better because you have the ability to uh, play up to four players. Um, when you're playing single player, it's only you, and then even though you pick up, you know, like three other characters, you only can use one at a time, so it's only you and one other person. And so if you die on the field or you're knocked out, that person can revive you um, or you can revive them. Um, but if you both die, then the game's over. So yeah. Um, so a lot of times you, if you're not in a huge battle and you just happen to not pay attention to the life bar, you don't throw any spells out or anything, you'll just die and then your player comes over and just revives you. So it oh. wasn't a terrible challenge. All right, well. But it entertained me during this, this, uh, this lull. All right. Is it the only game, man? Yeah, Nothing pretty else much. Imagine. Nah, no, nah, just you know, standard yeah. here and there. Playing a few games for a few extra trophies that I missed and stuff like that, but nothing, oh. nothing consistent. Just <laughs> kind of plowed through that one. Case. So, what have you been playing? Well, I mean, as you probably know, well, most people know since I was talking about Duke Nukem last week. I'm still working on Duke Nukem mostly just because I'm playing it half-assed. Um, yeah, basically, it's what it comes down to. Um, it's, well, it's weird because like the game's like pretty. E- I have it on the hardest setting, but the game's pretty easy. Except you get to like these spots where they lock you in on something. Or something like it's either I guess they're boss fights, and like the boss fights go like insanely hard. So you like take a while to beat a boss, but then you get pissed off because the loading screens, and then you go away and come back later. Um, so I'm like one. I think I'm two boards away from the end. It's just I really haven't focused on it. Uh, mostly because I bought and uh, started playing Fear 3 this week, um, which I'm really enjoying it, and I can't decide if I like the game as much as I do because it's such a better first-person shooter than Duke Nukem that it makes it look like it's golden, or if it's actually a good game compared to other first-person shooters. Like, it's, it's a solid game. Like, there's no real problems with the, the, the playing of the game, I don't feel. I, I mean, and it's, they added cover to to the um, 
well, to fear three, that wasn't in one and two, but it's not like the annoying cover where you get stuck to things as easily, I feel. Um, and the controls are really solid, like aiming, everything's really solid on the game. Um, and I even like the story because I like the first person horror um, action games. So I, I don't know if it's because Duke Nukem is so bad that Fear 3 feels so good, or if Fear 3 itself is as good as I feel it is. I guess, I mean, I decided I liked it so much. I, you know, the standard saying is I bought it for my dad, uh, and he played it and sent me an email like the next day saying, hey, Fear 3, I really like it. It's really good. So if a 65-year-old man is your, uh, your uh, target audience, Fear 3, you uh, hit the nail there. I can't uh-huh. believe your dad plays games. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so, um, you know, there's something I've been meaning to bring up. I need to interrupt you totally, 100% right now. Um, our listeners probably have noticed Case uses different words than the rest of us out there. Yes. Now, he uses the word boards. Now, the rest of you probably keep saying, what the hell is he talking about? And then probably by now you figured out what he means. Levels. What, Case, yes, but Case... Give us an explanation of where the term boards came from. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, you can't say levels because levels is how your character is moving up in in Dungeons and Dragons. The more, the higher, more experience you get, the higher levels you go. And as you play a game like Dungeons and Dragons on the TI-994A, you're not going through levels of the board, not levels of the game, you're going through different boards of the game. (laughs) At least that's why I say it. I don't know okay. if there's a real reason where boards comes from versus levels. But that's my my reasons because there's levels means your actual level of your character. This fun history ta- tip is brought to you by. Hey, I I could I admit, I use a lot of different words. I got nothing. No, that's fine. I just every episode you say you, these are the things. These are the three things you say. One, I bought it for my dad. Two, boards. Three, Amazon.com. Hey, I bought. I actually bought Fear Three on Steam, but uh, so so there you go. So yeah, um, no. So yeah, Fear Three, I really like it. Now, the one thing about Fear Three that I'm not, I think, is a little interesting um, for those who want to spoil at least one and maybe two here. Which, if you look at a trailer, they get spoiled anyhow. Uh, Alma, the the little girl, that's like the the scary apparition that you see and interact with sometimes. Wait, in let game. me. Can I? Can I do it? Yes. She rapes you. God. God. That's the second one she rapes you. Oh, God, it was terrible. The first one, you don't get raped by her. And you get raped by her in the second one when she's all old and haggard looking, too, which sucks. It was was very disturbing. Yes. But so the reason I'm bringing her up, though, is that in the first and second game, in the third, like you'll be doing stuff, like, like you'll have these like apparitions appear, like, like the um, jump out type, you know, uh, moments of the game that cause fear. Hey, huh. title, yay. Those don't have the same effect anymore. Like, I mean, they're not giggly or anything like that. It's just you've had two games of that kind of fear factor that when she appears now, it's like, oh, hey, there's my. Uh, and, oh, yeah, another spoil. In the first one, you play a guy called, well, you don't know his name, but he's called Point Man. And then by the end of it, you find out that Alma's your mom. And the second one, you play a different, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but you play a different character in the game. And the third one, you're back to playing Point Man. So also this apparition girl you're seeing everywhere is your mom. And you know that 
you're kind of trying to save your mom too and work with her. So, and the first one was scary because you didn't know it was your mom. So you like thought this chick was trying to kill you. So like it had that whole Japanese, uh, I can't remember what the, those ghosts are called, the black haired over the face ghost feel to it. Like you felt like she really wanted to hurt you. The third one you run into her, it's like, oh, hey mom, how's it going? Like, it's not like you just know she's not there to hurt you. So it loses a little bit on, on that. Would you say that this has more to do with the design of the game that, you know, as, as, a, as a horror game and the, the way it's, you know, trying to creep you out? Or is this just the fact that you've been desensitized to, to most games? Because, I mean, let's be honest, there's been a lot of horror games that have come out recently. I mean, when it first started off, you had... I mean, I guess the, the, the closest survival horror was Doom with your monster closet. You know, every time you walk by something, oh, no, there's a monster behind you. Ah, and that was it. And then they, they progressed forward and forward and, and built, tried to build a suspense and stuff like that. Do you think that you've just become jaded? Or do you really think, is it, is it because, the, because you know the story of the game? I think it's because I know the story of the game. I think if I gave this game to somebody who never played the first two, and didn't know the whole history of Alma and, and the apparitions and stuff, it would freak them out more than it freaks me out. Because like, that's the one thing I've been noticing about the game is the music and the atmosphere. It, it really does draw you into that, like, that, that spookiness to it. Like every time, like when this music starts, this is, you, you just get there like, Oh shit, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. And sometimes it doesn't, nothing really amazing happens. And sometimes something like, holy shit happens. So it really does draw you in. Cause they, I forget, they got um, John Carpenter involved with the story for Fear 3, which is one of the horror gods. And um, so you can tell that his whole directing is, is part of that. And, and well, and just so you know, the writer of it was Steve Niles, which wrote 30 Days Horror Comic. Um, so it, it has a really strong story. I just like, I think I'm desensitized because I know. The past stories, you know, it's kind of like watching Freddy Fifteen. You know what Freddy's going to do. I was going to say, or is, is it like watching the Star Wars films in uh, order that that they are supposed to be like Episode One, Two, Three, yeah, yeah. Four, Five? It, the, by the time you get to any good parts, you're like, I'm not surprised about that. Everybody knows that. Why is he so we, shocked? We know he's your father. Yeah, everybody knows that. <laughs> Well, maybe not that, but it's more just the fact. I think I don't know, but I mean, it's real. I think it's. I think so far, I'm only, I haven't played that much into it because I'm moving this week, so I haven't a lot of time to play games. But the amount of time I put into it, I've really enjoyed it. So, I, and I also want to try. I haven't got to try the co-op, which in this game um, you're playing Point Man. In the first game, you killed your brother because you didn't know he was your brother. Actually, you thought he was evil, and so in this game, he's now part of your like. He's in you, like your subconscious, and you see him like appear and stuff. If you play co-op, the other player plays your brother, and he has like the abilities to take over soldiers and stuff like that, like these all these supernatural powers. So I really want to try this co-op because I think that would be a really interesting uh, uh, feed. I think co-op would make the game even better. Um, and the interesting about the co-op, you can tell every board has been designed for co-op in mind because there's always multiple paths to flank soldiers which is really cool. So, like, I really like that feature of the game, but, of course, since I'm playing solo, I really don't have the opportunity to, to use all that, all that cool flanking stuff they built in. When speaking of which, the AI of the game is, is solid. Like, you don't get this... You have, there's some stupid guys, 
But usually they work together. You can hear them yelling out, hey, flank them and stuff like that and communicating. Um, and they, they'll actually flank you. It's pretty impressive. Now, of course, they did put in the one feature where, like I said, it's a squad of six guys. You kill five of them. The fifth guy will yell out, my whole squad is dead. And it's like, oh, I only have one guy left. I can just, you know, charge him. Like, if he didn't say that, I'd be worried there'd be more guys around. But luckily he tells me all the time that he's the last one. But There's nothing I like more than a good flanking. Yeah, that's what she said. Oh, finally, I got to say that in a podcast. Yeah, no, that 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 isn't old at all. Yes, or overused. Not at, at all. all. At no, all. it's still it's still relevant. Yep. <laughs> still funny. But yeah, so that's that's. How about some Titanic jokes now? <laughs> I'm sinking. Um. So yeah, so that's basically my uh, what I've been playing. All right, so anyhow, so. Uh, we both really haven't played that many games, so I guess we were paying really hard attention to all those news stories out there. So, no, no. <laughs> no? Well, it was kind of a slow week, so we might be grasping a little bit. There's like there's one big story that I think we'll save that for last, but maybe we'll run through some little smaller things that that caught our eyes this week. Did they release a new character on the Sesame Street game? Oh man, I hope it, I I hope it's I hope it's something good. <laughs> I think that's what it is actually. Is it? I think so. But but we'll wait. We'll, we don't want to spoil the surprise for them. So, I guess I guess I'll start out with something. Um, I I mean, it's not hugely surprising or anything like that. But uh, Valve announced that Team Fortress Two is a, a now free to play game. Um, well, actually, it's just free in general. Um, <laughs> free forever. They was what they're calling it, I guess. So I'm assuming there'll be some kind of microtransactions involved eventually, but maybe not because you know there's been other games that Steam has done the same thing for. But the one, the reason I bring that article up is that just right after I read that Team Fortress 2 was going to be free, I find out that Microsoft is going and talking to studios to find out if anybody is interested in bringing free-to-play games onto the 360 sometime in the next year. Well, they say 2012, so I guess that's you know the next next gaming season. You heard it here first, folks. You yes. soon will be able to play Farmville on your Xbox 360. Well, the interesting question I, I, I wonder about that is, is it game? I mean, it could be games like Farmville, but I'm also wondering, does Microsoft have a plan to make the, because most of these free-to-play games are very, uh, are Flash-based and, um, like, you know, mouse-clicky, we'll say. With I've got so- an idea how you can figure this out. Right down the hall from you in your office isn't Zanga Games right there? It is. And Why don't you just go down there and ask them? Across the streets, Microsoft. So you think I could talk to them? But anyhow, I, I maybe I will. Um, but no, it's not just that though. It's like so if they're bringing it to it, they're they're. I mean, like the games like that Zynga Maker all or whatever the name is. They they're very mouse oriented and they're social networked together. Are they gonna? bring that to is it Microsoft wants to bring all of it together to the to the system as I mean yeah they'll make it controller based but the social network part is what makes Farmville so popular not the game itself because the game itself is like taking a baseball bat and smashing your face in over and over again I want to know if they're going to try to be tying social networking into the games themselves on the 360 I would say yes does that answer your question <laughs> thanks but how yes but how is the question I guess computers. Yes, I mean technically, I, I was able to send my friend uh, was a fable potion 
over to him when I was playing the game. I had this potion. I'm like, oh, send this as a gift to my to this my guy on my friends list. And he got the is, is potion. Is it the potion that makes you change gender? It was not. It was a health potion. I was a student to get the achievement. <laughs> but, uh, so maybe it would be something like that. Who knows? I think that uh, they have to tread lightly because if they start bringing that crap on there. It was like MySpace. Yeah, well, I mean, okay. One, let's uh, let me step out out of uh, Bats's PS3 boots here for a second and just and actually be a legitimate nonpartisan uh, correspondent for a video game website. If they do this, I think they have to be careful because if let's say they do bring over these social games and and um, they're really popular and they're free to play, microtransactions stuff like that, those games do get a lot of traffic and. Um, if they try to incorporate the the social aspect of it, um, I, I think they'll have a lot of people on their network. That now that's a good thing, but one of the the things that people like about Xbox the most is playing online with each other. And if for any reason you have such a large group, if that affects the ability to play online due to lag or not being able to get into games at all, you will see a rebellion from the hardcore gamers. Yeah, because. They'll be pissed. I'm not, so I'm, they just have to make sure they keep up with the servers and the load and the. Yeah, load and I mean, I know, like when the first year of the 360, when they did their one update, it basically killed all their servers for a while. Um, but after that, you stopped seeing that happening. Like I think it was actually maybe when the Halo came out. That's what it was. It was in the uh, first 360 Halo came out, which was, what was it Halo Three, I guess, and Halo Two. I don't remember which one the 360. Man, the 360 has been around too long. Anyhow, it came you out. You got to remember, it's only the second one, so uh, yeah. the the second of the series. So it's been yeah. out since two thousand five. Yes, yeah, too long. Anyhow, so when it came out, though, it, it just killed the the servers because of all the people trying to game on it. Um, and but then the next time, the next Halo came out, nothing ha- bad happened. It was the same load that it came in. So they learned their lessons, is what I'm trying to say. So hopefully, they they still that person that's in their network department is still working there. Time will tell. Yes. I will tell. So, Case, uh, something that, that I'm, I'm always looking for, you know, the, the way into the future of games, because um, before a game actually comes out, uh, it's, I like to get excited about it. So it would have been like Duke Nukem for you. You, you looked ahead. You were like, oh, it's going to be it's gonna be fantastic. But then when it actually comes around, it's something no. that took your lollipop and just ground it in the dirt. It wasn't um, exactly like that, but I was only – the only reason I liked Duke Nukem was because I had to wait 14 years. Right. <laughs> Right. Well, so um, as I've stated, um, actually, that might be in the secret podcast. I don't I don't recall. Well, if not, um, I'm a fan of survival horror games. Really like them a lot. Uh, Dead Space is a great game. Alan Wake, uh, anything like that. I really enjoy um, survival horror uh, games in general. I think they have a good story. And um, even though it's usually cliche and the same thing every time. But I still like it. It's just like my obsession with uh, with zombie movies. I know zombie movies are everywhere and in their everywhere in games, but I still like them. Can't help it. Yeah, kind of like me and girls. They're, they're, they're everywhere and you can't help it. And I'm obsessed with them. That's normal. I don't even think you had to state that. It's like a fact. I know some people that aren't as obsessed as I am. Um, but anyhow, so... This must mean you're going to talk about a game that's coming in the future. That's a horror survivor. Right. So there, there's been this game I've been looking forward to ever since they uh, talked about it at E3. It was called 
I'm Alive. And it was um, coming out by developer uh, Darkworks. Now, this is like a survival horror game. Um, supposed to be like, you know, a city gets destroyed. So this, this came out several E3s ago. And really haven't heard much about it. It's kind of just been in the back burner. So I was, you know, skimming through the news as I'm, I'm usually doing. And I see, see something written about I'm Alive. And I'm like, yes, finally, you know, this game... Got pushed to the front, money behind it. Let's read about this. Well, come to find out, the article is all about the developers be- behind I Am Alive have announced a new game. So the game that they have been working on is now yet. So they announced another game. And this game is going to be another survival horror game called Black Death. It's going to be available oh, on all three platforms. So you have something else to look forward to. Right, so now I have two games from the same developer to look forward to that aren't out. So Is it the new Duke Nukem? It's called Duke Nukem Black Death. I'm just saying, are you going to have some vaporware here? Is that what you're trying to get at? No, I, I, but now, see, my odds just went up because they have two games that, that might come out. Development, that <laughs> might come out. So before it was one, so, you know, but now there's two, so... Maybe they'll just take the best of one of them and put it into the other one and make it a, a, a I'm Black Death, I'm Alive game. <laughs> maybe maybe it'll become like a bundle. You get both games. Maybe. So um, that that should be interesting. Um, again, when it comes out in on the uh, Xbox 720 and the, and the PS4. Cool. So look yeah. for that. Hey, well, hey no, kids. No, look actually, I, I'm glad you told me. I, I, I'll admit, too, when it was, I don't know which E3 it was, but when they announced I'm Alive, um, which I, I didn't know was a survival horror. I thought it was, like, to me, it looked like some natural disaster happened and he was a survivor. Uh, but whenever I saw the opening trailer, I'm like, oh, this game actually looks pretty interesting. It's it's like a new path down that, that, that genre. Um, so I was actually pretty excited, too. And then after a few years of hearing nothing, I actually, I actually wrote it off as, oh, it must be a PS3 exclusive. That's why I'm not reading much about it. Um, so, no, I, I think it's cool that... Uh, Is your heart that cold and black that you would say, like, this game looks awesome. Oh, it's on the PS3. It can go to hell. It was until I bought that, that, that Heavy Rain. I thought Heavy Rain was awesome. And then finally I had no games to play for a day, and I went and bought a PS3 so I could buy Heavy Rain. So now I will buy exclusive games for the PS3 if it looks if they look awesome, but only and if they look. His heart awesome. grew three sizes that day. <laughs> no, it's like uh, my heart has never grown, and it is cold and black, just like my coffee. Anyhow, so that's that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I said, there, there was what not. There was a I thought there was a law in news this week. So the other story that kind of caught my eye. Um, it's. More about the the gaming world versus a game itself is, um, I think it was was it Texas A M I believe, uh, no University of Texas came out with a, a paper stating that overall violent video games have led to a decrease in violent crimes in the groovy little chart showing how violent crimes have decreased since uh, what ninety one I guess, um, which is also the same time that the Demand for crack decreased, but we'll ignore that. I'll kill you for saying that. <laughs> so, but the weird part is, is like you you read that title, you hear you hear them say that, like, oh yeah, it's someone speaking good about gaming. Yay, we, you know, violent games don't make violent people. 
Uh, but the evidence that they have, or, or what they're saying, is what's happening is violent video games do make people violent um, for short time periods. But since those people that usually do crimes are spending so much time gaming, they don't have as much time to cause crime. So if uh, person A would usually in a 10-hour day do one crime per hour, right? That'd be 10 crimes a day. Now he's playing video games for eight hours of that time period. So now he only has two hours to do crime. So even if he does increases his crime rate by two, he only has two hours to do those crimes. So he's only going to do four crimes. So it's not a decrease because like violent video games are letting us you know, release our aggression according to them. It's because games are taking up the criminal's time. <laughs> I think that's bullshit. I think it's bullshit and anecdotal. I mean, okay, oh, how about let's if we're going to make shit up. Um, I got one for you here, Texas University of Go to Hell. Um, how about there's more stuff on TV and the criminals are watching Two and a Half Men instead and they spend so much time watching Two well, and a Half Men. If they're, they're watching crimes. If they're watching Two and a Half Men, they should be killed anyhow, even if they're not it, it criminals. Is, it is a crime. No, <laughs> but so, no, but seriously, they're the the just the amount of entertainment that someone uh, could be exposed to. You could say, okay, since 1991, um, how about uh, they spend more time looking at porn on the internet? That's why. How about that? Maybe they're out not doing crimes because they're all into their porn. I actually believe if I did some research that movies are actually longer now than they were back in 1991. So maybe they're just going to the movies and since movies are longer, it keeps them – not out late as I mean they they're in a movie later so they don't have much time to crime. I, I think it's 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 you know it's it's not it's not a very good study. It could also be in 1991 was also when um, basically the big internet bubble happened and people more people had jobs more people had money. It was one of the times we we're thriving as a as a country because this is only U.S. by the way. Um, so that might be a reason too. Who knows? I don't know. All I know is that I. I don't take much stock in that stuff. I mean, everybody knows that 70% of all statistics are made up. And uh, so, I mean, it's it's just, you know, if I wanted to write a paper, I could say, like, yeah, that, that that's why it happened. Or, oh, crime has decreased in the past five years due to Netflix and that people are can get movies that are direct to their house and they don't get in their car and drive down the street and decide to rob the gas station on the way to the rent the latest movie. You know, like it's just... It's just, I don't know whether it's a whether it's a good article saying video games are great for for kids or people or it's saying video games are bad for them. I think they're all bullshit. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's the same thing that they came out when they did comic books. Same thing when they came out with TV. It's like oh, it's 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 bad. It's good for you. It's yeah. bullshit. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Hey, did I say it was bullshit yet? No, I think I you might have. I'm, I'm not sure, but I think you might think it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit. <laughs> I want to make that point clear. I might have to agree with you. Bullshit. <laughs> um, speaking of bullshit. Oh, wait. No, no. Not speaking of bullshit. Um, there is a rumor that at GamesCon this year, around September, the PS3 will get a price drop. Case, what do you think? Think this is uh this is true? It's uh kind of a, a rumor. When, when, when's, when's games gone again? Um, probably around September. 
It's in September. Oh. So they're saying that the price drop will happen probably around September, um, and maybe it might be announced at Gamescom. So I think that that uh, Gamescom, I'd have to look it up. I think it happens before that slightly, but um, this would coincide with um, them cutting the price for the holiday season, and you know, but I don't, I don't know unless unless the three sixty is considering a price drop. I just don't see it. As a, a smart move. Well, maybe it's not going to be a price drop, but maybe it'll be bundling. Like, like you know I was saying, like it's going to be the same price, but all PS3s now come with Uncharted 1 and 2. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so so here's, here's pros for why they would do it. One, they feel like they got kicked around for the last few months uh, on the internet for... I don't know, various reasons. I have no idea why anyone would kick right. them around. So, um, they're, they're catching up to 360 as in uh, units sold, and they really want to push that forward and try to to, to overtake them so they're, that they can launch their new console. Wait, I have, I have an idea, though. This popped in my head while you were talking. I'd like to interrupt you. Um, bullshit. Bullshit. The 360 with Connect is the same price as a PS3 without Move. Maybe they're going to bundle, make a bundle that's the same price as the Connect 360 bundle. That's a PS3 with Move at the same price. How, how much is the, the 360 with the with the Connect? Two ninety nine. It's two ninety nine with the Connect. Yeah, on Amazon right now. Stop saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. If Amazon's listening, you owe us a check. Send us a check at thronecontrollers.com right now. He said your name on every podcast. I probably and I we we want some money. Uh, or at least give us an advertising deal or something. I can have it by Wednesday even. <laughs> now that's that's Wow, that Amazon sure is great. Now that's for that's for the base level 360. Don't get me wrong. It's the, it's not it doesn't have the huge hard drive. It's it's you know, it's for like the mothers buying it for the little kids type purchase is two ninety nine. The the big huge like kick ass system with the big hard drive, the two fifty gigabytes, that one's three ninety nine. Well, or you could be like the PlayStation and you could just always buy the one with the smallest hard drive and then easily go out, right? Because th- this is you can do this on the Xbox and just buy a really cheap hard drive for a laptop um, and easily switch it out and not even void the warranty like yeah, you can do on the PS3, right? You're right. You could. No, no, you can't. No, you can't actually. It's just not as easy. That's being sarcastic. But I'm just saying, I, I, all those soccer moms out there, they don't know how to do that. Yeah, but also voids your warranty. It's true. But, but I'm just saying, all- I'm just saying, with the PS3, they don't know how to do that. Yeah, it's one, one screw. The, I guarantee, if it's a soccer mom and for the or a soccer dad. They don't know how to do it. Yeah, but their six-year-old probably does. Maybe that's that might be true. But even with that, the move is the PS3 with move is four hundred and fifty-two dollars. So, I'm just saying maybe that's what the price drop is going to be. Is on that bundle is going to drop down, not like the base level PS3. So I'm going to put you down for uh, you. You believe this is going to happen? Yeah, I can true. see it happening. I'm going to put you down for a true after all that. Yes, true. true. I'm going to have to go with a meh. So is that a true or false? That's a meh. 
So is that is there no throne controller seal of approval on this? I mean, any price drop for Sony is great. It's just that uh with you, sound, the, you sound like a no. Let's move on. I I I don't yeah, I don't think they're gonna do a price job. Before maybe if they're gonna do one, it would be after the holiday season. You wanna grab grab the bucks while you can. Or right the theory after. would be drop it before the holiday season so you sell more units. No, I, I'd say drop it after. Drop it like think, think about all the great games that are coming out right at the beginning of 2012. Just drop it there. I mean, if you look at just the way the games sell right now, there's no particular season. I mean, yes, Christmas sell. for consoles though. The holiday season is still the big, big point for them. Yeah, but but as the demographics of what you call a gamer, as you talked about last week, has expanded greatly. A lot of people can go out and buy stuff on their own. So I would say that that uh, if I was going to do it, I, I would I would say people that are who who want one and that are going to get one a you know twenty dollar or you know fifty dollar drop isn't going to make or break it. So if especially if it's you know kids putting on their parents or whatnot. So if they're going to get it. They're going to get it without the price drop. After that, the drop is for those people that were like, eh. And then they're like, oh, look at all these great games. They just dropped the price. I got all these gift certificates to local retail stores. Uh Yeah. So what you're saying is no. Let's make a long, long statement. I just – no. I said if they're going to do it, they'll do it after the So no. Not at GamesCon. Not at GamesCon. All right. So you're a negative. Mark me down as a nay. You're nay, I'm a yay. And, uh, that is, that's weird. The winner buys the other loser a beer, I guess. <laughs> Ready? You want to talk about the, the big story of the, of, the, of, the, of the last week? Come on, Elmo. <laughs> Maps are added to Black Ops. That's what it was. Oh, I was going to say, I thought you were going to talk about the fact that if you pre-order Skyrim, you get a cloth map. Like oh. like an old school, like you would get with an old school PC game. That's what I thought you were gonna say. Can I wear it as a loincloth? Please don't. <laughs> no, we're both wrong apparently, because even Fox News was talking about this while I was in the gym. I don't usually watch Fox News, but it happened to be on in the gym, and you it was too. I do not. Anyhow, I don't watch well, news in general. It was the fact that today, or yes, today would be Monday, right? Um, the twenty seventh, the Supreme Court. Uh, sided with the well, the game industry that it, it that California cannot criminalize selling certain rated games to underage children. Wow, let me say of that. Free speech. In, let me say that in an intelligent sentence. That was a very intelligent sentence. <laughs> the United States Supreme Court voted two to one to overturn the California law restricting seven to two. Sale. Seven to two. You said two to one. You said two to one. Did I? Yes. There's a lot more Man. justice than, than, than Man, three. I'm I'm dyslexic. Okay, seven to two to restrict the sale of computer games, uh, violent computer games and video games. Well, not, I think it wasn't just violent, but yeah. Well, it was essentially anything but, that they deemed yes. some, the, uh, the rating scale outside your age group. Yeah, so... Which I'd have to say the whole thing was bullshit. 
Is it? Yeah. See, all right. Here's where I'm confused. I'm confused. I'm allowed to be confused. Okay. All right. Tell me about because I, I read the briefs before I, and I, I I read the brief after. Yes. So you maybe will cool. correct me. Now, I understand from the standpoint of Gears 3 should not, a 14, 12 year old kid should not be able to walk into a store and buy it. I think that's, personally, I think that is true. That That's a good thing. Um, and, and like, most stores right now in, in that sell games, they, they all have store policy not to, to card underage kids. Um, most of them do. And I don't know if, I don't know how they work with if they sell a mature rated game to an, an underage kid. Does like and the, the manager sees it? Does it docking? I don't know if there's any penalties that the, the industry itself is putting on there. Um, so I understand. So I understand the reason that is. And and the 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 reason the that I'm confused by the the victory like I'm glad there's a victory but my argument for the victory is I don't want the government controlling anything in my life so them forcing a law that on something that already tendly exists because we can self manage our our own lives was one because of freedom of speech and I don't understand how the freedom of speech one stands up to make the law unconstitutional. Let me, let me drop some knowledge on you. Sir. All right. One, California wanted to make it illegal for stores to sell games based on this rating system um, to anyone under, under um, you know, the, the age that was, you know, by, by so if it was. Just like know, porn. Well, similar, but if it was like a mature rated game, then yeah, you'd have to be, you'd have to be 18 to, to, to buy it. Yeah. Um, it's like going to an R-rated movie. Right, but here's what here's the problem with that. It's not that I'd say that I necessarily disagree with that. The the you know what it is is that right now the industry polices itself, and it does that for for everything um, in, in in every industry really. So right now, if a movie theater decides to let a six-year-old into a rated R movie, they can do that. It's no law against it. No one is going to come and arrest them. The only thing that happens is that the parents could maybe sue and say that. Well, that's blah blah blah. That's not the but, only thing. That's not the industry itself. If they do, if they get caught doing that, aren't allowed to have the movies anymore. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that's that's that, that movie theater would would essentially be blacklisted, but. It, it's, it's really not. I mean, there's plenty of movie theaters. I guarantee that let, you know, underage kids in or don't card kids. I see it all the time. Well, um, yes, but these men have not be caught. <laughs> right, whatever. Um, but the same thing goes for um, buying a radar movie at a store. They're even more lenient about that. If a, you know, when I was, you know, sixteen or something, if I bought a, I could buy radar movies. No one stopped me. Yeah, no. when you were sixteen, uh, you also looked like you were eighty. It's true, but but I mean, I had a better chance of getting carded for buying like um, engine cleaner or something like that than I did for a radar movie. Why the fuck are you? Did they card you for engine cleaner? Because they think you're going to be doing huffing or some. Really? When the hell were you raised? Anyhow, that's, that's beside the point. 
No, I, I understand. Well, okay, continue with your point. So, so the point is, so let's say, let's say, okay, you, you, you go over that. The only way you can, you can separate video games into this, in this category is by saying they are not an art and they have no redeeming value. So, at all. So, that's where, where stuff like porn and um, alcohol and stuff like that can actually be regulated because it's, it's not considered, it's considered, if it's considered by the majority to be offensive. Um, and the problem with the video games is, is where the First Amendment come in is that people say it's an, it's an art form, it's telling a story. It's no different than uh, Homer's Odyssey where, you know, he, they describe, you know, blinding a cyclops. Yeah. Um, if, um, if you compare it to other... The, through, yeah, uh, if you compare mediums. it to other mediums, there, there, it's should be treated as the same. And I agree with that. Right. So, the if you if you take it, do you have to take away? Um, it's a First Amendment rights to be able to pass this law to make it illegal to sell kids. So that's the first thing, because if not, it wouldn't. The Supreme Court wouldn't even hear it. So what what California was trying to argue was that. Video games weren't even um, weren't art, weren't weren't a medium for for telling. They weren't they weren't in the same genre as a book or a movie or anything like that. And because they were interactive, they were especially uh, dangerous to children. And it just had a very narrow view of what they could do. And I, I think that it would have it really hurt. You know the industry because people aren't going to make make the the make games. Be oh, what are you so, talking about? I'm sorry to say we we talked about this last week. The average gamer's age is 34 years old. Even if they made this law in California that you can't sell a mature game to someone under the age of 18, mature games are still going to be made because the average gamer can buy them. But then and it's only supreme, one state. You have a Supreme Court law that says games are not protected in the First Amendment. No, you have a law that the law says you uh, that you're going to have every state going to ban start banning games and stuff like that. That's there's been so many uh, places that have tried to ban games, or uh, you know, over the years you've got lawyers always trying to sue people. As soon as you take away that First Amendment rights, it's opening the doors for these people. Uh, Well, see, so you're saying it's a slippery soap argument that the specific law might not be. Technically, a First Amendment right issue. It's it's that all these other laws that would come from it would be. No, video games should be protected as a they're they're telling a story or passing a message or anything. They should be protected under the freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. They they do convey something. No, I, I'm, I'm not arguing. I'm just right there. I'm devil's me, advocate here. Let me take some some quotes from the from the brief that got released today. The court said, like the protection of books, plays, and movies that preceded them, video games communicate ideas and even social... Wait, wait. uh, Did they actually write ideas? Or is it ideas? I'm trying to... All right, go ahead. This is an epic moment. Yes. Then maybe you should pronounce the word idea right. Okay, well, uh, you know, we'll just talk about boards from now on instead. All right, well, my word's a real word. Go ahead, Mr. Ideas. Go ahead. Messages through many familiar literary devices, such as characters, dialogue, plot, and music, and through 
features distinguished to the medium, such as the player's interaction with the virtual world. That suffices to confer First Amendment protection. And another one, that is, this is the one they started the brief with, is similar to that, but it's video games qualify for the First Amendment protection, like protecting books, plays, and movies. They communicate ideas through Yay. familiar literary devices and features. <clears throat> and the basic principles of freedom of speech do not vary. And with uh, do not vary with a new and different communication medium. So they're saying, just because it's new, don't be scared of it. Well, no, don't, right? be yeah. don't be scared. And so that's fine. And I think right now, the the parents need to take some control. And I mean, where, where what thirteen year old is walking around with sixty bucks every two weeks? You know. I, these parents yeah. have to be giving the kids the money, buying it. Pay attention um, to what they're playing. Pay attention to what they're watching. Pay attention to. Oh, what I agree. Out. That 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 was my argument of less government. That's a less gov. That's a less government argument. Parents should be the ones that are raising their kids, not the U.S. government. Um, I was just asking about the specifics of the free speech one, um, and I, I actually have a very. Uh, my my whole thing about this and my reading of it was I love watching the reaction of these. Well, when I say these news. Sites, I mean, like Fox News, where yellow journalism. Yes, where they're making it sound like because this was passed that all the kids in the world are gonna buy all these hyper-violent games and go kill people. And the the, the best quote, I, I, I well, I'm quoting Fox News here. I, I just love this quote because it kind of points to the fact that the Supreme Court was right. Is um, they're talking about Bulletstorm. It's like it was. It features over-the-top violence, including dismemberment, strong profanity, and cruel. Oh, sorry, crude sexual innuendos. Was and it was censored in the German marketplace. Yet it's available in the United States. I'm like, yes, Germany is not doesn't have free speech. <laughs> Thus, the reason why it's not censored in the United States. You just showed me that I don't want to be Germany. <laughs> you know, Germany can't can't show a swastika because they can't accept the fact that they're a bunch of assholes in the 40s. Okay, well, one that was that was a highly suspect rant, but um, no, <laughs> what's suspect about it? Well, because it, well, Germany one, does not have freedom of speech. They can they have control of all the media has to be controlled is controlled by their government. In the United States, we have free speech, so they're counter. They're 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 Fox News is trying to make us sound bad because German does Germany does it, but yet we don't want it to be like Germany. I don't want to go down this road too much. But you got to remember that the United States and Europe uh, both are, are very different cultures, and that Germany thinks we're backwards and we think they're backwards. No, no, no. So I'm, not, I'm not making fun Germany. of Germany. I'm not making fun of Germany itself. I'm making the fun of the fact that Fox News pointed to Germany as something that we should consider being like in that statement. Um, it could have they, they could have been pointing to Australia and said Australia rated it didn't rate it, so it couldn't be sold. And I would have said the same thing where Australia is not us. We are but we are about freedom. That's what we are built on. I actually don't know what Australia rules are. They probably have some kind of freedom of speech thing too. And someone can correct me if they want to. But I'm saying don't compare me to a foreign country. That's not going to make me think that the foreign country is righter than us. Righter? Let's just agree that Fox News is terrible. Yes, but I just love that. Well, I'm the only reason I'm picking on them, I guess, is because the right-wing people are the one that are really pushing this 
this uh, banning. Fair enough. All right. Let's let's move on. Move on. No, no more talking about this one. Well, all right. So um, if we're moving on, it's time to take a break then. And then uh, when we return, we got a few emails, finally, to, to go over. Um, going to do a little short rant. And then we're going to talk about a classic game. It's uh, Bats' turn to throw something out there for you guys. Um, and then we'll be uh, headed out. some good break music wasn't it? it it was i think that is what we say every time though i think it is well maybe maybe this time will be bad break music that was so, some terrible break music i can't believe that person chose that song just oh, wait. just just atrocious uh, i'm that person crap whoever edits this podcast should be flogged Ooh, and flanked that actually might feel pretty good as long as it's like a little hot asian doing it Later, look up the definition of flogged. Yeah, the little hot of Asians flogging me? I've, I know what flogging is. <laughs> flagging the flog? Flagging the flog. So, anyhow, we're back. We're back. We're happy and we're thrilled. And coming back from every break, as all of our wonderful listeners have been around for all 500, oh wait, three episodes, knows as we uh, usually have a rant about the gaming industry of some sort or a game itself. Um, and this week is, uh, I'm going to lead the charge, but, uh, going to keep it a short one this week because just like all the other news, it's been a really slow week. Um, so this week I'm pouring out a goodie, but oldie that Bats has heard many times, but I haven't shared with the general public yet. Bring um, the pain. Yes. Bring it on. Uh, so are you ready for this Bats? You ready for me to go off? Maybe. I'm ready. Do it. I'm ready. All right, now, I'm just going to throw it out. I'm just going to throw it right out ready. there. Just going to throw it out. Right. I'm throw ready. Throw it. Anytime now. Destructible just, environments is what I'm throwing awesome. this for. They are awesome. They are the greatest things ever. Even Duke Nukem has them. Uh, yeah, it may have taken 14 years to figure out how to have them. But there are still games being released in, what is it, 2011 that don't have destructible environments. And I'm not talking about these small little indie games written by two guys in China that just don't have the time to actually focus on such a little detail. I guess it's not little details. I haven't, I haven't played that game. Two, two yeah. guys in China. Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, it's a lot of touchy feely though. And they kind of make you pay them every time they touch you. It's really weird. Anyhow. Um, so back, the reason I bring it up though is, and like I said, it's an oldie, but it's because of the Halo series. You know, the pinnacle of first-person shooter on the console. The, oh my god, let's all hug this because Master Chief wears a green helmet and we all love green so much. Um, at least let's assume why so everyone loves John. Green, green's my favorite color. <laughs> See, that's why everyone loves John. Who's all John? Right. Oh, shut up. <laughs> what, John 157? Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I, don't, I honestly don't know who John is. It's Master Chief, jackass. You don't know that for real? I really don't know. His name's John. Really? Well, this is actually amazing. So anyhow, apparently Bass just learned that Master Chief's name is actually John 1... Oh, I'm sorry. It's 117, not 157. Yeah. Um, 157 is, is what we like to drink. Exactly. 
So anyhow, back to back to why I'm yelling about destructible environments. In Halo Reach, a pretty new game. I was playing co-op with a buddy. We were rolling down on a warthog. I'm on the back with, um, uh, I'm probably going to get the name of this wrong, and someone's going to fucking email us saying, oh, you don't know anything about Halo. Um, the one that, the, the, not a Gatling gun, but the one that shoots the missiles off the back. I don't know if it has a special name, whatever. It's called it, John. It's, shut up. I still can't believe you didn't know his name was John. Um, anyhow, I'm, we're driving down, and we're going, I'm, I'm targeting some of the Covenant, blowing their brains out, and then a tree goes, and he drives by a tree. You know what happens when he drives by a tree when I shoot a huge freaking missile at the tree? It just obliterates the tree, I'm guessing. No. Oh, it's, really? No, no, not at all. These are special trees on Reach. They're, oh. They're like, they're stronger than the armor that Covenant has in their ships. And not only that, the explosion from the, from the missile hitting the tree is so close to my warthog that it flings us backwards and we flip in the air and I believe at least I might have died, I think, um, or at least got thrown from the vehicle. I know he got thrown from the vehicle and he was like really pissed off that I did this to us. And I'm like, dude, don't drive from fucking trees because apparently nothing is destructible in this game. Was John okay? John is okay. Well, John's not in Halo Reach. So you, uh, well, he's frozen at the end. Spoiler. But, um, Thank God John's okay. <laughs> John, John's okay. That's why they're making a new Halo. But anyhow, it, it really aggravates me that games by AAA title games still don't have destructive environments. I'm not saying they need to have destructive environments like um, Battlefield has or Red Faction where every basically every building is going to be able to be destroyed during combat. Yeah, that is awesome. But I understand there are limitations to scope of a project. But – a tree, a freaking tree getting hit by a missile. I'm sorry. Do you know somebody in their QA shot that tree with a missile and said, what the fuck? And said nothing to the developers. I, I just can't fathom why it does not exist. In fact, I guarantee that it's probably part of most um, 3D engines nowadays is to handle stuff like that. I have a solution. I have an answer for you. I should write all, all game code. No. Um, sometimes when I'm driving down the highway, and many people have seen this past, sometimes I look up and I see a fairly tall tree. And I, as I get closer, I realize that it's made of metal. And come to find out, it's actually a cell phone tower. So maybe on reach, in the future, trees are really cell phone towers, but they're built really well. And so they really look like trees. So maybe it wasn't a real tree. That's yeah, what it, it could a- be. It was a it was a fake metal tree with a force field. I think it's what it was. It had to be. It's called cover. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. But yeah. All right. So that's that's the short and quick one for the week. Okay. So pro tip kids, don't drive like an asshole. And don't shoot trees with missiles. Again. Again. <laughs> that's your name, Stephen Downs. Or John. <laughs> Anyhow, all right, all right, all right. Hey, are you going to say all right again? All right. All right. All right. So, hey, all um, right. you know, usually what rants cause is our emails and response. Um, but I don't think we have many about my crazy rants because people are scared to stand up to me. So, uh, so I, I, have one, I have one here. It says, 
says, uh, Dear Case, why didn't you know that the gun on the back of the warthog was called John? <laughs> Anyhow, but we do have some emails, right? We do, don't we? we? Do we do? And you too can be on Throne Controllers podcast by writing into podcast at thronecontrollers.com. We'll read read it on the air. We'll give you uh, a shout out. Um, we might make fun of you. Um, you might make fun of us. It's a good time. Do it. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Just you'll see, see you'll see in two seconds when when you see what happens. Yeah. Right. So our first email comes in from DJ Destro. I just want to say I love that name. It's fantastic. DJ Destro writes in Dear Case and Bats, if you could play only one game for the next five years, what game would that be? All right. Uh Case, I think you should go first. I should go first. Well, you want me to go first? No, I can go first. Um, okay. I was, I, I kind of, it's, it's actually an interesting question because I, there was one game that popped in the head right when he asked the question. And that was, and well, I'll, I'll have to say Battlefield um, 2 because 3 is not out yet. But if 3 was out, I would say Battlefield 3. Um, for the sole purpose that I love first-person shooters, Battlefield is a great FPS, and... It's co-op, so I'll always have a new experience playing the game. Like I love a lot of games that have great stories, but I, I you know, I gotta take a, like a good break from replaying the game to re-enjoy the story. Where Battlefield two or three, I throw the game in, fit, you know, end up on a map, with some squad of people, I just and I meet right there, and I just have fun for like hours on end. So that was that was what popped in my head right off the bat. Now there's a little tiny piece of my brain somewhere. That's trying to fight against that, trying to be like, no, pick an MMO, pick an MMO, because they always have more and more levels and, and changing stuff. But I don't know. I just need an FPS because I don't think I could stand WoW that much for five years. That's that's yeah. my answer, by the way. <laughs> that, that sounds like a rant. Period. <laughs> Period. Bullshit. So, Batty, what, what was your... Uh, so, you know, I, I was thinking about this one for a while, and the first thing that came into my head, I, I'm, I'm not gonna say because that it was I think a that's boring, bad, wasn't it? No, no, no. No, oh, but that's that's actually a good idea. Actually, now that I think about it, it's um, Mario Brothers of porn, right? No, what? No, Rule Thirty Four. No, um, so. I think what I would do is I'd actually pick probably a classic skill-based game. Like, I wouldn't pick this one because it's too hard, like Donkey Kong. I'd probably pick something like Pac-Man or something like that where, um, and, and not the one where you just have to memorize the patterns, obviously, that Pac-Man, the one where it's randomized. So, because that's a game you can just consistently Miss have Pac. a goal to, to reach. Miss you Pac. know, like there's a, there's a high score. Miss Pac-Man. And when you reach that high score, Miss Pac-Man. Uh, oh, okay. Um, that's, the, sure. the, that's the one that's random, right? Um, man, Ms. all Pac- I can think about is Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> you reach your high, high score. Come on, dude. <laughs> she is. She is hot. All right. Anyway, sorry. It's the bow. Um, that bow just does it for me, man. <laughs> um. 
yeah, you always can shoot to get a higher score. You can get better at it. I mean, you can get really good at the game. Um, so I want to pick something like that. I would say, you know, I would want to pick something like, you know, Fallout or something like that. But I think that after that length of time, I might get bored with it. So because at some point, I would do everything in the game and try everything and done just everything. So, but I think with a game like Pac-Man or something like that, you could sit down and I could play it for a few weeks straight, maybe take a week off, you know, play it some more. I mean, if that was the only thing you got to play, I mean, that the, the, that's the reason why those games are still around today is because they have that last, really lasting appeal where it's such a basic uh, gameplay that, um, see, I could just keep playing I, I, I see where you're going from. Like, when you said Pac-Man, I was like, you know, I could see me. Uh, my favorite 80s arcade game was uh, Juno First. And I could see. Well, I what like, game is that? Uh, it's like a spaceship. You're flying a spaceship on a screen. It's like a, it's kind of like a fake 3D screen. Um, and, and there's different waves of aliens that you have to fight. Um, right. And there's like 12 waves before it repeats. Um, but is like. We played at PAX East? Yes, yes. The one we played at PAX oh. East. So yeah, uh, that's like one of my favorites. So I, but like again, I just it's the only game for five years, and I feel that I need that change, like where I would for the co-op part of it. You know, that co-op essence isn't there for five years. Hmm. I, I should have said NHL hockey. <laughs> Become the best. Yes. Best. Video game hockey player ever. At the 2011 version, though, because five years from now, they'll have 2017 where everything will be different. All right. So by the time you got to play the newest version, you'd be terrible. Exactly. But I'm really good at this year's version. <laughs> like, I am the master at Techno Bowl. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. So, I mean, uh, so it's a good question. It's, it's, a, it's a tough thing to pick because, you know, we just we love games so much that yeah. just to be be forced you know yeah. not, not that that would ever happen but um, it could it's called marriage well that for, except for you um, of course it's hard for me oh yeah I'm done, I'm, I'm done. Uh, I was going to say something yeah I'll stop uh, <laughs> period yeah, please, please do stop so, by, stop by your well anyhow DJ Destro Destro right sorry DJ Destro yes. yeah thanks for that email man it's a great question uh you should reply back and let us know what, what your choice would be. Or anyone else yeah. out there. Anyone else that has, hey, if you couldn't play a game, one game for five years is all you could play, what game would that be? Send us your emails. Let us know. And why. Yeah, I would love to know why. Yeah, definitely. Just don't say Contra. I want to know why it's Contra. <laughs> and that's what? Uh, podcast at ThroneController.com. Exactly. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. So um, I got another email here. It says, hey, BNC. Um, I'm, I don't. We don't have BNC that, uh, that's on this podcast, do we? Yeah, well, he's like a, that rapper that was in the special edition, right? right yeah. Right. Someday right. someone will discover that secret edition. Right. Okay. I said, "Hey, BNC, I need some help finding a new game. I used to love this old game called North and South on the NES. Now uh, I played North and South. It's a great game. Uh, and by the way, for people out there, NES is the." Nintendo Entertainment System. <laughs> Thank you, Case. <laughs> or um, the NES. It was a um, it was a good game. Uh, it was a it had this weird kind of um, 
almost real-time strategy to it. So um, similar to some of the games now where you, you're taking over continents of, say, a planet, and then every time you go to that certain continent, you go into a battle. But instead, it was uh, cities up and down the uh, East Coast. And, of course, again, you had the North and the South. The more cities you had, you could get more money, um, and you you know, you know essentially tried to capture train stations and, and cities. And the best part was, though, during the, the battles, you were in control of um, some forces. So you got to switch between uh, your cavalry, three horses, uh, three three men that would shoot guns, and a cannon. Um, and uh, there usually was a gorge or a river separating the two of you. And uh, you would try to fight back and forth and, and destroy the, the other uh, party's members first. So it was, it was interesting because you always started off, you know, essentially equal. Um and uh, try to, uh, to to destroy the team. So yeah, I I, game? I I usually describe those games uh, if we just want to label it. Um, some people call them war game. I like to call them risk. They're, it's basically a risk game. Type Funny concept. you should say that. Uh, so um, uh, Don, this is the person I ordered, in, says, I also like risk on XBA. LA. I don't know what that, I, I'm not sure. XBLA. I'm not sure what that is. You know what it is. It's, <laughs> it's the 360 uh, downloadable. Is it John? Games. Yes, it's John one one seventeen. It's his other identity. Oh. So, anyways, I, he likes it on the um, on the Xbox, and so he wants to know if there's any other games that have this map chess type of board game feel. Battle chess. <laughs> Battle chess. <laughs> there is. I, 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 this is totally cut off the subject. There was actually a chess game. In the 90s, I can't remember the name, it wasn't Battle Chest, where it was, you played it like chess, you moved the pieces around, you know, the chessboard. But I, know ch- I do know the chessboard very well. Well, it's not exactly the chessboard, it's like it's their own version of a chessboard. And, but uh, whenever you go to take a piece, yeah. it wasn't like Battle Chest where they just had an animation of somebody getting killed. It actually went to a, a screen where each of you controlled the, the two different characters, and whoever was like coming onto the, on the spot got some power ups. But the guy that's on the spot could still win the battle. It was it was kind of interesting. Remember, I saw, kids, I don't let remember, the like, Wookiee win. Let, no, let the Wookiee win. That's a good question. Um, great games that have a map chess feel, uh, especially on the Xbox. It sounds like uh, has it would be uh, you know you could play Carcassonne. That's a, a good game to get on uh, the XBLA. Um, another one is uh, Toy Soldiers. It's a uh, a great type of uh, kind of this new version of these um, tower defense games, yet you, where you actually get put into the action, you actually can be one of the characters. And um, just in case you actually already own all those games, um, they're actually coming out with a new Toy Soldiers game. It's called Toy Soldiers Cold War, and um, that's going to be coming out uh, August seventeenth. Uh, again, to uh, exclusively on the Xbox 360. And that has a uh, two player uh, versus and co-op and it also has a uh, local. So you can do the couch co-op, which case and I, any game that does the couch co-op, we, we really appreciate. Yeah, that's for sure. So, uh, you know, it's something that we, they need to continue to put in the games. No, I, it, it it's actually a purchase point for me. It's, it, it, I, I remember you, you, you talk about it endlessly. I buy army of uh, army of two, both of them. So that right there's proof that it's important to me. You like bro shooters. <laughs> exactly. 
So, um, so Donna, I hope uh, that answers your question. If not, uh, write back in uh, to give us more info. Or, or if you try those like, games out, let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know if you, uh, you like those games or, or if we're totally wrong. Also, uh, Don ends with a little, uh, a little by the way. Um, after listening to last week's, he says, um, I mean, not, uh, uh, he says, yeah, after listening to last week's, he says, he says, by the way, are you going to make programmer beard shirts? Because last week, remember, we talked about programmer beards quite a bit. He said it would be interesting to have a beard image that goes all the way up to the neck of the shirt. So we could have one maybe that has like a bird or some Cheetos in it. And then you wear a shirt that has a little bird beard down. There is actually a beard shirt already, you know. Well, well, you know what? Ours can say thronecontrollers.com on the back. All right. Say programmer beers welcome. <laughs> Wait, did I did we welcome them or did we insult them? I can't remember which. You know, it's it's a fine line. All right. <laughs> I, but I like I like the idea, Don. We'll look into it. You know, I think we'll just throw it up there with the rest of the shirts on our store. Yes. All those shirts you can buy from us. Exactly. On that note, if you have any idea for shirts, please send them to the podcast. <laughs> At thronecontrollers.com. Um, we actually are collecting suggestions to put some stuff together for a uh, Throne Controllers store. And so uh, if you do have some ideas for a shirt or you have any artwork that you'd like to submit for uh, anything, the podcast or um, the site, um, we're always, uh, we love fan art. We'll throw it up on the Facebook, the Facebooks there, the, the Twitters. Um, you know, you can get a little props. You know, we'll give you a, a shout out. Sounds good to me. Um, I think we should uh, start looking at the end of this, man. It's, we're running long here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, real so quick. We really, yeah, just throw out this, uh, your classic game, dude. Just do like a two-minute run on it. Bam. Okay, this week's classic game is Wrecking Crew. And that is also on the NES. Nintendo Entertainment System, or NES. It's the Thinking Man System. Exactly. So, Wrecking Crew was um, actually a, I believe, a launch title for Nintendo, um, the Nintendo Entertainment System. And I think it was a launch title in Japan, not in America. We gotta go ahead. Well, okay, let's go with that. I mean, let's go with case on that. Um, I could be wrong. I'm just... Yeah, it came out uh, June 18th, 1985. So, kids, do your research. You find out for yourself. Um... But essentially, it's a game where you go around and have to destroy objects. Uh, they can take, uh, you know, several whacks from you, a giant hammer. You, you are Mario. Um, so it's one of those games where it doesn't have... It's actually Mario's in it, but he's not not on the name. So it's called Wrecking Crew, and the only way you know it's Mario is once you're actually in the game. So Mario's well, the box art, too. It kind of looks like Mario. He's got, he's got blue hair and a blue mustache. And a helmet on. And a helmet on. So, one of, the, one of the unique things about this game is, one, um, it was fun. <laughs> That's, that is very unique for what we're doing. Um, it, had, it had 100 levels. Um, so, very similar to um, another classic game, Bubble Bobble, which had 100 levels. Uh, it had single player and multiplayer. So, you could, you could that, that was unique for the time. And also, one of the, one of the features that was, was extremely unique to the consoles of the time was the ability to 
build your own levels. So you could sit down uh, and design a level with all the aspects um, of any of the uh, levels in the game and have uh, somebody try it out. So, um, you know, back when uh, I used to play this game, we, you know, one person would create a level, the next person would, would try to beat it, uh, then the next person would create a level, and then that person would try to beat it. So you go back and forth on it. Um, you could create every level in this game in the editor if you wanted to. So, you know... Uh, well, you, you can only create up to four levels yourself. Right, but you can go back and forth. You, you can go over the other Yeah, ones. well, no, I'm just saying you, there was only... Slots for four, and on the and in the North America version, you couldn't save them. Japanese, you could. Right, but well, like I said, it was it was very. Um, yeah, no, um, at the time it was it was great, and uh, um, it, it 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 heralds me to the to now the you know the your your sack boys on the PlayStation there. <laughs> well, that, that's a long jump, but okay. Um, by the way, I'm going to correct myself. Um, it was close to being a release title for the United States version of the NES, but it was not. It was – well, it was, in the United States, NES came out in October of 85. This came out before that in June of 85, which makes no sense, but whatever. Well, that's because it's that's its original release Yes. So what I'm saying it was released in Japan for the Japanese console in '85, and then brought to here. Let me let me school. We, we can stop arguing about this now. It was released on uh, in Japan on the NES June 18, 1985. It was released in North America October 18th. See, five days after the release. That's that's the that is the definition of a release. Now release it titles. Was, it, it was released in Europe October 15th. Um, 1987. So two years later, if you were in Europe, you did not get to enjoy this game till much later. Well, that's usually the Europe. They're always behind over there. Just talk it to was, the Germans. Uh, it was re-released uh, um, in Japan on the Game Boy Advanced in 2004. Yeah, and it was also re-released on the Virtual Console in Europe, in Australia, and North America, and North America in 2007. It was. Yes. November 19th, 2007, North America, Virtual Console. I think we so, should stop talking about the release dates of this game. Hey, go get Wrecking Crew on your your Wii for Babies uh, system or uh, go find it on the internet. They've got YouTube Or videos. get a meme of it. Or just, just loop the, the music over and over again because it's fantastic. Awesome. Dun, 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 dun. All right. So I I have an idea uh, uh, here. It's just this random bass doesn't know I'm going to say this, but we're going to continue picking classic games. And but I I think that it might be interesting if some listeners send in their classic game ideas. And maybe every week, if we don't have an idea for that week, we'll pick one of the uh, anyone who emailed podcast at thronecontrollers.com a classic game idea. Let let maybe see what other people out there like other just than me and you, bats. No. <laughs> All right then. Is this a democracy? Can't I vote? And then it will be tied. No, no. This is a dictatorship. It's a good thing I'm the editor of the podcast. You can cut this part out. I cut this out, and I can find what you said yes before and plug it in. 
you should cut it in awkwardly so it's like no yes <laughs> I was no, I was gonna make it robotic so it'd be like it'd be like yeah like Y E S like the um, speaking spell oh yeah but damn alright so guys we're done yeah it's been uh, another episode of Throne Controllers podcast um, next week is a holiday so the podcast will be uh, probably a day late but uh, we will steadfast and continue uh, recording so we're not gonna skip a week so uh, just Look for it uh, about a day late there. Um, and we'll uh, see you all um, on the website and uh, talk to you next week. We out. Peace. Seven years ago, our forefathers invented video games. Upon this land. Unchanger? Okie dokie. Man, man, yeah, see, man. Yeah.